You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. Begin episode number 50 with the celebration of another championship. Another one, DJ Khaled. We are just another one. Very good at what we do. We're very good at what we do. We get like shell. Well, we just win games. I mean, we just got to win games. I mean, shoot or shoot, winners win. That's what we do. We win. Winners win. Yes. Yeah. And I understand this was a month ago. We. Took a hiatus a little bit just for unforeseen circumstances, but we are back now. Still waiting. Team, par- team partying. OHL season. But yeah, team party. It's in the works. Yeah. You can do so. Um, exactly. Yep. Celebrating a second straight podcast showdown championship, defeating the yeah. O-Show, not in six games, or not in seven games, but in six games. We didn't yeah. need seven this year. As we watch the Red Wings game, Rasmussen with a really yeah. good opportunity oh. to stop by Vashel. Yeah, you see my mouth just drop in the flannel? I got the team uniform yeah. Go we Jacks. Recap. We are going to recap the month that was for the Muskegon Lumberjacks. Colin, he's got the toucan. He's got the flannel. He is ready to go. Whereas me, oh, yeah. I'm in full baseball swing because I have my Tiger sweater and Tiger's hat on. Flaunting so the flannel. Amazing. Hey. Tiger's second most runs in the spring training so far. Oh, yeah. They won again on uh, on Tuesday. Beauty, they beat yeah. the Yankees 6-5. It doesn't matter. Spring training, regular season, you beat the Yankees. If they win against the Yankees, it, Love it. it matters. <laughs> Love it. You get people on base, and then Willie Castro hits a three-run shot. I love it. It is awesome. Bingo. Uh, else or other stuff to talk about on today's show. The uh, acquisition of the Toronto... Marlboros. I'm gonna try and yeah, say nice that. investment there. Nice investment. Yeah, John Tavares of the Leafs, Sam Gagne of the Detroit Red Wings, former general and Knights program. Yes, and they both played together for the Toronto Marlboros as well, too. So a nice reunion there, going yeah. back to their midget days and before they made it in the show. So we've got that to talk about. We'll take the break and then we'll come back and seems that people think the OHL players that are playing abroad are coming back. Are they though? We I are don't going think to prove so. them wrong because that is very false. Um, we very just, false. We're going to add up how many games and the stats 
that each of these players have played just to kind of give you an idea. No, they're not coming back. There's at least 15 combined games. I know off the top of my head. Yep. At least yep. 15. And it includes the man that plays for the Muskegon Lumberjacks, Daniel Gushin. Um, So we'll get to that in segment two. And then of course, the goose, we have a surprise for Matt Rowe. A big one for the insider. The know, effect, he's gonna the, love this. The effect insider. Him right now, but no, he'll find out. He'll, he'll find, find out, out when we get when the rest now. of you find out. Yeah, you're listening. Yep. The insider, the effect insider, Matt Rowe. <laughs> Although That's it changed awesome. his name on the fantasy team, it wasn't hey, working. He's out, on it. Hey. Now he's four and three. So changing his hey. name kind of helped a little bit. You know what though? Hey, I changed my name and I haven't lost since. You did. Shout out, shout out to Keith Yandel. A sock. <laughs> and all it is is my profile picture on Yahoo is just him taking that fake slab shot behind his own net. Yep. So that's a it's a sweet team Love name. Love that. Sock. I don't even have Yandel on my team. That's the funny part. Oh, well. So, yeah. I not, a, not a big thousand team. games. Oh, he's a games played type of guy. Thousand games. Yeah. Hey. It's all good. The, the Iron Man's Drake. I don't take weeks off. Yeah. That's why. Exactly. We're on the first two weeks. Fantasy League. We'll give you an update on that right now. Might as well. Won't take too, too long. Uh, GB13 squad leading the way. Not a clue who this. Oh, Gavin. Mr. Gavin Bryant. I didn't even clue into that. And his team's on an absolute. That was embarrassing. But I don't know what he did. Like, he is currently five and two leading the way with 2,636 points. Yeah. I mean, having Crosby helps. Yeah, it does. But do you think, hey, did you see, um, Dougie Hamilton. See how close it is? Did you see how close it is? Between who? Like overall, like top oh. eight to playoffs out of the fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's literally because you've got like you've got. I was in last place two weeks ago, and now I'm in eighth or seventh. Yeah, and I'm only a game out of first. Yeah. Oh, I'm going full outdoor mode right now. At a boy. Yeah, we got Kitchy Junior. By the way, he helped us win that podcast showdown, so shout out to him. He's in second place, five and two as well. And then, yeah, you mentioned it. It is close as hell. We're tied now. Three through eight. All four and three teams. That includes Joel Vanderland. That includes me. That includes Mr. Matt Rowe. And it includes... Mr. Wardy. Yes, truly. All at at four and three. And then nine through 14 are... Three and four, but tw- actually twelve through fourteen. They're two and five. Sorry, Mister Rabanowitz. That's should I should I give a quick should I should I give a quick uh, update on um, the advice I could give for fantasy, like a quick fantasy corner? Sure, let's hear it. Collins, <laughs> this is this is my thing. This is my thing. I never start the year off good. Reese baseball. I started off in last place last year, and we and I won. Hockey's similar. I make waiver claims on like yeah, you use the limit you get four. Week. Yep, but it helps though because I get the extra. I get an extra four players a week to get points, so that's like an extra like possible forty points I get. Yeah, and overall, I mean, if I get ten a day, I mean, a shot on goal, you get a point. So Very there's true. a good chance to get an extra forty points that way. So any advice? Use your ways. Use your waiver claims. Keep an empty spot on your lineup. Well, that, that's why. That's I why I messed up my first round pick. Yeah, that's why I thought the acquisition of Anthony Andy Green. <laughs> uh, Don't bring that up, even though I did. Yeah, that's why I thought getting Anthony Mantha was a solid pickup because he can score goals, but he also sets a goal of himself to have at least five shots a game. 
That's nice. You're like, oh, that's points galore. And then Detroit happened and it didn't happen. And I had to drop him because Pierre-Luc Dubois finally finished his COVID protocol and yeah. started playing for the Jets again. You so. had both. That's a funny story. Yeah, like, Line A and For the Dubois. listeners, yeah, Reeves had Line A and Dubois on his team. Yeah. And they get traded for each other. That's pretty cool. I'm trying to think. Do you have Taylor Hall? No. Oh, no, I think Brad has Taylor Hall. I didn't, I didn't even think of picking anybody from Buffalo. I thought I'd take an Eichel, but I had the Brad second pick. Brad has – Green by Hunter. accident. He's got yeah, Reinhardt. And those are the only two Sabres he's got, Eichel and Reinhardt. Can you imagine, though, if like – But he's also got former Sabre Ryan O'Reilly. Nice I know pick. Sabres fans love that. That's a tough one. And I think that's where the trade with Eichel talks are scaring Sabres because they don't want to get undervalued like they did in the Reinhardt deal. You can't get undervalued. I mean, yeah. Well, the talks are pretty good. but Because we're, we're recording on Tuesday night. The Sabres are playing the Philadelphia Flyers. Reinhardt, not a bad night. They're up on Philly 3-1. to one. Reinhardt's got two goals, so – Okay, so that's why our writer uh, – I'm throwing Joel under the bus here. That's why our writer texted a big Flyers fan, our writer Joel fan. He sent me a text before we go on air. Well, I'm throwing him right under the bus right now. It's because Brian Elliott is my goalie and he's not playing, so that's why we're losing. Yeah, they got caught a hot in that. Yeah, that's – should have put Brian <laughs> you'd pull him. You'd pull him. So you're down 3-1. You're down 3-1 just for your fantasy team. You're down 3 1. I'm going to pull him. Now, I think that's enough goals now to give up. Pull you need up. as enough, er, you need enough early week points as possible. Oh, yeah, I know you did. I know. I think early I was in the week already. is so important. Yeah, I have like 33 or 34 or something. Really? I guess. I mean, now that I say this, I'm going to collapse. And two weeks from now, when we're back on air, I'm definitely going to say, like, yeah, that was a fun ride while it lasted. I just jinxed my run, but my I waiver claims. And, yeah. yeah. And hey, Matty Rowe. What the heck? You stole my guy, Raquel. <laughs> I tried to sneak him down there, and he claimed him. I picked Raquel for the Tim Hortons get up earlier. players one, and it got me 10 points. It was lit. Nice. Yeah, hey, that players one's pretty fun, eh? Yeah, it is. But, man, roll up the, roll up the rim started, and it's all online. Yeah. I don't know how people feel about that. Maybe that'll be a Twitter poll. <laughs> hey, yeah. Tim Hortons roll up, to the, roll up the rim online. Like it or don't like it? Because I still liked actually rolling up the cups. And I get, I yeah. get kind of why they're doing it. They're kind of like trying yeah. to save the environment as much as possible. Oh, for but sure. These people who are, they're still buying coffees with paper cups. So I don't know. I don't know if that's the idea behind it or if they just, because yeah. the app might be easier. Like, I don't know, but. It's easier for them. It's less human contact. Too. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, but they're giving out reusable cups. I know. That makes no sense. And they're not taking them. That, like, I don't get that. Yeah, I guess. But yeah. anyway, by the way, I've already won three reusable cups. So if anybody wants Ooh. one, let me know. I'll send it to you for free. Give away. Give away. I got it for free. So. <laughs> retweet, retweet the show saying hashtag reusable cup. Yeah. You get a cup. <laughs> I also have a free coffee, so that'll work out well. But uh, okay. Retweet the show or message us. You're in the draw. Yep. Yo, <laughs> do a free raffle ad. for a free <laughs> reusable cup. Man, that'd be funny. Go oh, on. Yo, and the winner is hey our favorite our favorite show so far as we said on our on our one year we said hunter jones we can throw in a hunter jones graphic so i have the graphics true so we can throw in a hunter jones graphic with the cup oh and 60 prize back Ooh. Ooh, yeah mate we got a phil tomasino one too 
We got a few guys. Yeah, a few. I mean, Sorry. yeah. Message us. You're in the you're in the raffle. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, all right. Worth, that might be worth something. That might be a pretty good collection. A Hunter Jones. Uh, we'll sign it too. Minnesota oh, Peter. We'll sign. We'll sign it. Hey, <laughs> under everybody, fig. It says Colin Ward, left-handed catcher, president of the Left-handed Catchers Association. President yeah, I saw that on your Twitter, Twitter bio. That was yeah, nice. you liked my Twitter bio? Yeah, that was nice. What was the other one? The effect for our show. And then the baseball show, it was uh, yeah. some. Oh, By the way, shout player. out to Brad for agreeing with me. Who gives a crap about batting average? Just go with the on base. You'll be good. Don't be old fashioned. It's yeah, 2021. Exactly. Um, Next. Again, if you're a baseball fan, check that out. It is the Full Count MLB podcast from the Armchair GM Sports Network. Colin, I, and. Uh, and our buddy Brandon discussed baseball on basis. So give that one and check it out. But we head to the That's States, good. the Muskegon Lumberjacks. We've got a few games to catch you guys up on from the last time we had uh, sat down and chatted. And Muskegon, eh, not the greatest run in the world. Actually, no, it wasn't too, too bad. It was actually pretty good. I was looking yeah. at the wrong stretch of games. You go, th- you go through that stretch. You go through that stretch. Everyone goes through turbulence in this yeah. season. Yeah, so starting February 11th, they began a 3-3 three and three against, uh, against Green Bay. And Green Bay swept that. They won 4-3, 4-0, and 5-3, all at Mercy Health Arena in Muskegon. Then the Jacks rebounded. They welcomed Youngstown to town. That kind of worked out well. Four to two, the final in the first game, and then three one in the second game. And then again, they finished off the homestand, three to two victory over Team USA. Then they hit the road. They were in Youngstown for two, and they swept that many two games set, four to two, and then two one in a shootout. And then uh, little trip with Chicago, not trip. They. Well, they made the trip back home from Youngstown to Muskegon. They lost the first one to Chicago 6-3 to and then took the second one 7-5, both of those at Mercy Health Arena again. And looking ahead to their upcoming schedule, today we are recording on the 9th, releasing it on the 10th. Muskegon will welcome Team USA the 12th and 13th of March before heading to Green Bay on the 19th and 20th of March. And then that will more than likely be where we chat again next in between their game against green Bay. And then when they host Youngstown on the 25th of March. So we'll just chat about that, catch you up on those four games for Muskegon and uh, Colin, like I said, he's flaunting the flannel right now. He's got the tube going and the phone in the background. And Uh Oh, there's been a trade. There's been a trade to announce. Uh, Gary oh, we is no longer the from a from a Big Ten source from a Big Ten source, Dan Patrick. Yeah, the Detroit Red Wings have won the draft lottery for the next five years. Is it April first already that they won the draft lottery? The next five years is it April Fools or what? We don't win draft lotteries, Reese. Come <laughs> anyway, on, we, we win, win cups. Yeah. We don't win lottery. That's got to be a quote on a shirt. We don't win draft lotteries. We win cups. Picture Nick Lidstrom and Stevie Y and Gordy oh, Howe with a cup. 100%. That'd be awesome. It's a must. Yeah. All right. And to the final news of the opening segment, John Tavares and Sam Gagne have gone back to their hockey roots, according to Sportsnet, but it is actually true. This is their words. They will help operate the Toronto Marlboros of the GTHL 
as reported by El- reported by Elliot Friedman during uh, Saturday headlines on an episode of Hockey Night in Canada. Which is of course, great. yeah, like I mentioned off the top, they were teammates together for two seasons. They won an OHL Cup championship in 2005, and Gagne was awarded the OHL Cup MVP after he led the team in scoring with a uh, pretty decent mark of 17 yeah. points in five games. That's not bad, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, is that good? Uh, I don't know. Is it? Is I don't good? know. Yeah. Somewhat. Not putting up those <laughs> numbers decent. with Detroit, but, you know. You know, it's decent. It'd be nice if he did. Could you imagine? 17 points in five games in the NHL. Ooh, that'd be nice. As we're talking about Gagne, he shows up on my screen. Same. (laughs) Minor midget. Minor midget. Can you imagine if the NHL is like minor midget? (laughs) That's basically what we're saying. (laughs) One of the leagues aren't playing, so. Very unfortunate. (laughs) Uh, Just a quote here from, uh, from Friedman. Just talking about uh, Tavares and Gagne, saying they both talked about giving back to the sport when their careers were done. Uh, Tavares and Gagne will do that, obviously, before they are finished playing in the NHL. Um, As for John Tavares, here's what he had to say on the matter. It's still kind of in the process, so I don't want to get too much into it. Uh, Sam approached me when the opportunity presented itself to him in the offseason. When the time's right and the process plays out, we'll have more of a formal update on it. But uh, obviously the organization means a lot to us. Yes, it does. I mean, they it's a great to have guys like that who are at that next level. I mean, they dominated the OHL, pretty good NHL players. I mean, it's nice to see those guys because they have a valid opinion. I mean, they know what it takes. And that's nice to see. I mean, I get AAA hockey, you're not getting coaches and stuff, like parent coaches and stuff. But it's nice to see that professional aspect to go to, like, the grassroots level. Because once you hit midget, once you hit minor midget, you're basically a professional. You're not, but you basically are. When it comes to hockey. You're going through the draft year. Yeah, you're going through your draft year to the OHL, and that's so stressful for a lot of kids. I mean, it's like this year for guys in their draft year for the NHL level, how stressful it is with no OHL season. I mean, it's a tough thing to go through, but uh, it's nice to have that advice there too. They can almost serve like guidance counselors too for that minor midget team. Major Bantam too as well. Yeah, well, and we, we've had numerous discussions with Gavin Bryant about it, whether it's been on here or it's been on the golf course or um, you know wherever it's been about what he went through in his minor midget year. Uh, being the captain of the Brantford 99ers, just the whole draft process itself, you know, getting an agent, how much of an influence his parents have had in this whole process, kind of getting him set up for success in hockey. And it's, yeah, it's really, it's really sad to see that there's no OHL season right now. There's been numerous letters sent. There's numerous memos out there. We're just, you know, the out West they're playing out East they're playing and, you know, everyone's just like, well, what's the biggest difference here? And obviously COVID yeah. have something to do with that. And there's, you know, three American teams really isn't enough to say, hey, let's play just within the division. Whereas out West, that's it's the five thing. teams. It's a little bit easier. Uh, so that's, that's the bigger thing. Like, that's the big thing. I wonder if they look at the American Hockey League, look at Stockton playing in Calgary. I wonder how much that goes into the OHL's decision. I mean, 
we've said it about three months ago, three, four months ago, we said about uh, community ranks. Mm-hmm. But overall, right now, if I were to talk about a year, this year, I would say it's just a development year. I think, I mean, it's March. It's March the 10th. I mean, it's March the 10th. Another two weeks would be playoffs normally. Yep. And it's funny and... you bring that up about development year. I saw an interesting tweet uh, before we came on here. I'm just going to scroll down. So we'll talk about uh, just this whole thing and Tampa Bay scored. Great. Yeah. Quick update. That's why the awesome. that's why the energy. You notice how high if the listeners, I mean, I know I'm talking to myself right now, but to the listeners out here listening, do you realize how do you know how high the energy was to start off this show with a Red Wings are up one nothing? Oh yeah. You, On you Tampa wait, Bay too. Yeah, you wait till it's like four one lightning with in like I know in the last in second. Yeah, starting in the last segment, you wait. The energy's just gonna be like, I'm turning this off. See you later, boys. No, <laughs> stick around, stick around. We got a good one. Yeah, we do. We have a really we have a really fun last segment for you, but I'm still scrolling trying to find this tweet, but it's basically, I'll kind of give you the gist of it. And when I find it, it'll give a little bit more light on the details of it. But basically in an article that was written saying that Sault Ste. Marie was approached about hosting the Memorial Cup, not only this year, but next year as well. Ooh. And again, I don't know how official that is as Tampa. I don't know if Oshawa won lead, but I just there it goes. Yeah, <laughs> yours is a little delayed. No, 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 no. Mine, mine is the same. I'm just saying there goes the mood. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's all downhill from here. You might as well turn it off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, that was the sense. And we'll give you get your thoughts on this call and just. Why two years in a row? I don't. I don't understand. Obviously, there's not going to be because this year no one can't be a Mem Cup this year. So next year now makes a lot more sense about getting a host in place for then and start planning, yeah. getting it going. Yeah, I mean, I can see where they're coming from the CHL. I mean, I I think I always thought Sault Ste. Marie was a great choice to host the Mem Cup. I mean, I wonder how involved Oshawa is for next year. I feel like Sault Ste. Marie would be a lot more competitive. I mean, not saying that Oshawa won't be competitive, but Sault Ste. Marie, I mean, Ryan, there's very likely chance that one of their youngest captains in their franchise, Ryan O'Rourke, will be back next year. I mean, Yarmir Pitlick, who uh, our writer, uh, Joel Vanderland, was, that was his favorite player he saw last year live, he th- which was very interesting that he said that. But, I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, he's a good player. I can see that. So they'll be solid next year. So that's why I can see Sault Ste. Marie being the front runner because I honestly think Sault Ste. Marie could possibly win the OHL, no problem, right now looking at next season. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it, it's interesting to say because, again, you don't really know what the roster is going to look like. You can have an interesting idea of, you know, kind of the layout of who you want where, who you want in net, you know, that type of thing. But in terms of trying to figure out line combinations just on paper obviously it's going to change once you see how the players are performing on the ice but in terms of trying to come up with a plan and get ready to host a memorial cup usually the canadian hockey league they look well, at where teams are in their organization in. and how competitive they're actually going well, to be to add to that point sue st marie just did that renovation too Windsor did that. Yeah. Windsor yeah. did that renovation to get the Mem Cup. Remember when Windsor put all that audio in, like the new sound effects. I mean, it wasn't major, but it goes a long way to swaying the CHL's decision, right? Because the media is a big part of the Memorial Cup. Yep. Uh, 
So I think that's a big thing. No press box in Oshawa and Stu St. Marie putting that money into it, saying that they're serious of hosting this event. I mean, they're putting out a quality product on the ice. They're putting in quality work into their arena. So that's a, that's another thing that could go a long way, the arena renovation as well. Cause they put in a lot of money to that. And I mean, it looks pretty nice with the new scoreboard, the new boards. I mean, yeah, it looks pretty nice. The ribbon too. Did they put a ribbon in? I think they put a ribbon in too. Or is that Flint? Uh, Flint took the palace. I'd have, to, I'd have to look. Yeah. I'd have to refresh my memory. Yeah, that was like two months ago. Yeah, I know. Hey, crazy to think that. But uh, yeah, I can't find this tweet and it's annoying me a lot. I'm going to try and find it before the show's over. So um, for now, we'll take a break again. Uh, congrats to John Tavares and Sam Gagne on uh, going after the Marlboros and, uh, you know, going to create something pretty awesome with that organization when they fully take over, when their playing careers are done and when they, you know, are able to do it full time and they're not traveling playing themselves. So um, see where that ends up. And yeah, it should be, should be good for the organization should be good for hockey in Ontario. And I'll just make them an even bigger powerhouse than they already were just because of the amount of talent that they've produced over the number of years. I mean, it's always, that GTHL, them, Don Mills, there's always those teams of junior Canadians, or junior Red Wings. There's those four or five teams that battle it out every year, it seems like, in the OHL Cup. So it's nice to see that. It's just getting more competitive. Yeah. So I wonder if you see a former alum for Don Mills, Max Domi, get involved. Toronto guy. Yeah, there, yeah, there might be a – I mean, I wonder if there's a chain effect, right? Yeah, I wonder if, like, guys, hey, that's our rivals. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you never know. I mean, you see it with Little Caesars and like Bell Tire in Detroit area. Yep. Yeah, they're tied right in with the Red Wings, obviously, because the Illich's own the Red Wings and Little Caesars. So that kind of helps. But um, it's just, it's another way to develop talent and make the game of hockey that more, even more accessible to everybody and try and figure yeah. out a way to get more people involved. And it's, it's amazing to see the professionals step up and do this. So, um, time for a break though. Time for a break. When we get back, Colin is probably, I've, I've been waiting for this. Very loud. We've got it, stats. We've got games played. Hey, we're big stats Players guys. If you're going to, if you're going to come after us. Back. Yeah. If you're going to put something out there, be alert, be alert because we're big stats guys. Obviously there, we'll get to this. One player is coming back to North America. But he's not, not to Oshawa. He's That's kind of a tease for the next break about who that player is. Nice, 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 nice. But uh, note to self, I didn't, I didn't wreck that for you. Note to self, I didn't did. slip that out. Yeah, perfect. All right, we'll teamwork and more on the other side here on the Own Sixty Podcast. This is the Owen Sixty. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen Sixty Pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demani along with Colin Ward. And with this being episode number 50, again, shout out to the man behind the music, Jonathan Howe. Beauty. Love that, that he provided us with our intro music, with our break music. So shout out to him again, Instagram, Twitter at Jonathan on air. He's a beauty. Yes, sir. 
So to the segment of the hour. <laughs> Colin. Sit back. We've done some back. research. And when I said a dozen players, I lied. Um, we, because it was just, it was hard and we don't speak Swiss or Czech or anything else. Uh, we've got three really good players who are draft eligible for the NHL draft, whenever the hell that happens, who continue to play in Europe, despite someone saying that players are coming back. So Colin, I'll let you start because you've got two of them. We'll go you, me, and then you. So player number one for you. 12 games played, 11 points. Yeah, by the way, let me just say this. This tweet about players returning was sent out on the 10th of February. So, yeah. Put that out there. 12 12 games played, 11 points. Um, Five games played since the, quote-unquote, coming back. Yeah, so... Do you want me to go to my second? Oh, are we not naming the players? I thought we were. I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm just making numbers. All right. Um, 13 games played, 11 points. So 13, 12, there's a few games there since the tweet. I mean, come on. It's not – if it's not – if you don't hear it from the team itself, please don't listen to it. That's all I say. Yep. I mean, if it's not the team, it's not true. Like, that's a, that's just my opinion on it. If it's not the team, it's not true. I mean, yeah, that's. I'm just gonna leave it at that because you know what I think of that situation. I mean, yep. if you look at the real numbers and if you look at the, I mean, if you look at the facts, look at the teams. It's not true. So don't believe it i don't and i just disagree with that yeah where's so, my player credibility right yeah since february 10th my player that i researched uh has played in nine games and his team is getting ready for the playoffs yeah that's another thing uh, in a total of 34 games played with this team he has seven goals nine assists and uh, 16 points yeah but but he came back. He, he started to come back on the end of February. <laughs> yeah, he came back. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like he's that. playing like a road game. He's playing uh, Chell. Chell. His Chell I mean, guy is a hologram on the ice. Did he come? Did he come back from like a road game? Did he yeah, miss a train know. or something? Get lost or what happened? I don't know. I, know. I don't. I know. mean, they use trains. They use a, tra- a lot of trains in Europe, so maybe yeah. he missed a train. He got on the wrong train. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. I back. Yeah, I don't know. That did not happen. Interesting. Yeah. Who would have thought? It? Right. Oh, uh, who Who would have thought listening to someone other than the official team of these players was actually <laughs> saying something true? Yeah, I mean, I I had no idea. I had I had no idea that was the case. Yeah. Never thought of that before. Jeez. And for anyone that really knows us, they know who we're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking to everyone in general. Then, yeah, yeah, 
DM me. It's pretty easy to find out. Yeah, you can send us a message and kind of we'll give you an idea. We'll talk it out. We can, t- we can talk it out. Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm just. There, there's there, there's been a number yeah. of years where there's been a lot of crap spewed from this account just to give you the heads up. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of stuff, a lot of stress on teams, players, where I don't like, where I don't agree with. That's all. It's all about earning credibility, not about destroying it. You're you're in credibility by showing up to games and media rooms and press boxes and talking to players and scouts and coaches, not by hanging out in front of a campfire. Just a word of advice to anyone out there that wants to. Uh, <laughs> the wings, the wings are on a penalty kill. And you're laughing at that. Oh, so you're yeah. laughing that they were going to give up another goal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The reffing's the reffing's terrible. Right. Yeah, I saw that call too. I started to laugh. I'm like, "Come on, what are we doing?" And then your laugh because you you did it silently. You tried to not get it on air, and I was like, "Oh, I just started laughing." I'm, you're throwing me under the bus. Um, <laughs> but, just buried. You know, it's uh, yeah. So that's what a combined total of thirty four games between and, three players. Ooh, let's take a moment there and appreciate. The math guy, right? That's what I'm saying. Also, uh, also, uh, you hinted before the break about uh, an Oshawa general who was yeah. in Europe, but now he is not going home. He is going, well, well, he's not going to but, Oshawa. But yeah, he's going to play for the Bakersfield uh, Condors in the American yeah. Hockey League. Yeah, Ty so, Tulio getting yeah, Ty Tulio the Condors. Love that. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, a very talented player. Went to yeah. Europe, got his work in. Now I'm interested. In now that now you, I'm interested in because he's like one of the first ones to who really played the season all in Europe to come back. Yeah. So now I'm only one. Now I'm interested in. Had to get that in. Damn right. One. <laughs> now I'm interested. Not even in, back to Ontario. Back to North America. Now I'm interested in how. He looks out there. What's the adjustments like from playing in Europe to the American Hockey League? That's what I'm interested in. I mean, he's going to get it might be easier. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's I true. doubt it. Smaller ice surface. That'll be. That's the biggest adjustment. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to make. He's got to make those plays in a lot less time, just because there's yeah. not extra space out there. Yeah, exactly. So again, that's where you can see it being a little bit tougher. But again, for him, a guy who's been playing all season, whereas. Um, say like an Akil Thomas or Quinton Byfield who went right to uh, right to Ontario with the rain. They weren't playing any. Oh, Akil Thomas did go over, but uh, in terms of Quinton Byfield, just went right into the AHL. So, and even yeah. then, that's you can even use that excuse for Alexi Lafreniere. I know a lot of people have been saying, "Oh, what a first overall pick that was," and that's where I kind of say, "Huh, if Detroit picked there, they probably would have taken Stutzel." Stutzla, and that would have worked out a little bit better. But hey, that was, again, hey. he he hadn't played. Give the kid a break. He hadn't played, hey. and they put him right in the NHL. Lafreniere is a prime Kovalchuk. He's a prime Kovalchuk. We've like we mentioned before. He's that's his player comp. His prime is a prime Kovalchuk, which is yeah. good. Which is a, you're getting a good player. I mean, off air, I've said. I take Tim Stutzel one, and I really – I didn't say it on air because I didn't want to sound too crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's early. They haven't even played a full season. What's going on this year and stuff. I mean, 
Lafreniere is playing in a totally different country, right? So that's another thing. Had to go to, and plus in he's playing a in New York. Way better division. Yeah, he's playing in New York. Yeah, that's true. There's only yeah, one. The there's only division, one. You can't even compare it. I don't even think there's a legit cup contender in the Canadian division. I know I'm going to get hackled for that one, but really, why? Because I watch can't handle the truth. Well, I mean, they're having a good year, but I mean, look at the, they're not playing. They're not playing the strong Vancouver team. They're not playing. They're not playing the Calgary team that everyone expected. Look, yeah, Edmonton. Edmonton's very disappointing, in my opinion. Edmonton's very disappointing. Edmonton's been disappointing since they made the second round and lost. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I watched that game Friday night, Boston, Washington, and I don't think there's a chance anyone from that North Division beats Boston or Washington. It's so good. I mean – Trent Frederick's running around trying to fight anybody that he can fight. I mean, it's old time hockey. I mean, Tom Wilson gets in two scraps on Friday night, former Plymouth Whaler. By the way, he had a great tussle with a uh, former London Knight, Jared Tenorti. So Tenorti and uh, Wilson, Flint, uh, well, Plymouth, uh, London going on it. I remember one night too, when we were playing shell, you were looking up, we were looking up like old drafts and these yeah. where they got drafted and, you found one player that was an absolute steal, steal? for the Saginaw spirit. Yeah, I just got it. Didn't I play one game for Saginaw. No, I but forget they drafted the pick. Him, oh, way yeah. lower. Um, what yeah. you expect to hear? I'll have it in like. I'll give you a I'll twenty give seconds. Everyone, yeah, I'll give everyone a hint while Colin uh, waits for. Yeah, him. I know the year. It's uh. A man from Kitchener, Ontario. And uh, he. Do we do this until the season comes back? With the the Barry Colts in the Ontario Hockey League. That is where he finished his career in the OHL. Those are your hints. He's from Kitchener. Got it. He finished with the Barry Colts. That was less than 20 seconds. Who you got? Okay, so I'll do it like the draft. Oh, okay. Um, Hang on, hang on, hang on. With the uh, with this pick in the NHL draft. OHL. Oh, oh yeah, that was embarrassing. <laughs> All good. You go ahead. I've ruined this. <laughs> Twitter poll. Did Reese ruin that segment? <laughs> oh, you blew it. <laughs> yeah. We need the audio clip. Oh, you blew it. <laughs> yeah. With the 134th pick, the Saginaw Spirit are proud to select. From Kitchener, Ontario, in the seventh round, a future OHL finalist, a future all-star NHL center, centerman, Mark Shifley. 134th seventh overall. Seventh round. Seventh round, Mark Shifley. It doesn't really matter where you get drafted in the OHL, to be honest. If you're good, no. like you, you improve so much. I mean, he could have got drafted, and he could have been like 5'8", like a Josh Anderson, and all of a sudden... Yep. explodes onto the scene. He's one of your best players. Yeah. So that's interesting. He went and then in the 2011 draft, the Winnipeg Jets are proud to select seventh overall, Mark Shifley. It's crazy. Seventh to first round. That honestly that's in a year. Is that in a year or two years? Because he didn't even he didn't oh nine, even one year with nine. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you didn't play a year with Saginaw, and then they dealt him. Yeah, so 
Yeah, I mean that's one of the biggest steals. I think next week, I think or two. Yeah, weeks we should do. We should do that every week. week. Just, find a steal. Yeah, a I'm steal. good with that. And they're not. They don't even have to be NHL steals. They can be OHL steals because yeah. we we cover the OHL. So it could be an OHL that OHL your local OHL. team. That your local team. You may know this guy, but yeah, we don't. I mean, and also I kind of want to go over that list I made again of the top 31 OHL players in the NHL that are currently in the NHL because yeah. it's very it's very interesting. Kind of like a redraft. We should do that too. Do a redraft. I'll I'll draw out the picks because I have some picks drawn up. I have 31 picks, so we could do 31. Sure. And cut it in half. We could do 30, cut it in half, 15. You take 15, I take 15. Huh? How about we do 32? Seattle's in the league next year. Just do 16 and 16. Yeah, that's true. I'm getting interrupted by the dogs. Uh-oh. Hey. Another reason not to have a pet. Twitter poll. Twitter poll. Twitter poll. Should Colin's dog take over the show? <laughs> what kind of dog? Well, we have two. So, well, my sister has a cocker spaniel, and then I have like our family has a Siberian husky. Oh, husky! Husky's a, all the way. Maybe, maybe the final break, I'll bring her in. Have her join the show. Husky's get a, a guess. Are we? Yeah, Marshall be, Ferguson's got a husky. Yeah, yeah, host of TSN, and uh, yeah, because he'd bring, he'd bring her in sometimes for the show, and it was oh, it was they're, man, they're so fun. It's such a fun breed. I mean, yeah, like, like during the show, what? the dog would come underneath the table and Yo, just like, a lot of attitude and stuff. A lot of attitude. While we're on the air, it was dope. Yeah, our our dog's a mix of Malamute and Siberian, so she's bigger for a Siberian. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she's a good dog. A lot of attitude. A lot of attitude. So, <laughs> yeah. So maybe she'll come in. Maybe she won't. I, I'll try it after the break. All right. Then I'll try it. Oh, it's a good break. break. Um, when we come back, we uh. Like Might be joined that. by a guest. Yeah, we may have a guest on the show, a four-legged guest on the show. And uh, Matt Rowe, this is your segment. Yes, sir. I know, I know you'll be pumped for this, and it must be nice to have WHL hockey back because we're still waiting, and we hate every minute of it. Yes, sir. But you're going to like this next segment, Matt. Uh, we will reveal what our big surprise is next here on the Owen 60 Podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. Emery Stamani along with Colin Ward. And oh, what a break that was as we were wow. doing just some last minute research. Energy's back. Uh, Energy's back. Mr. Dylan Larkin. Captain. That's, that's my captain. That's my captain. A three to two lead. <laughs> that's my captain. Wearing the flannel. Love that. Got stood up by, uh, yeah. by my dog, so yeah. we don't have a guest on. Yeah. By now, you have probably might have saw it on our Twitter. <laughs> my yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So Treats come first, I guess. Yeah, come that dental stick. Dogs, yeah. That dental stick, yeah. She had, she wanted no part of that. Is it the dentist sticks? Yeah, the ones from Costco. You know what? We go through so many of those every morning and night. (laughs) Yeah, that. You know the now. Hey, dog inside. (laughs) Oh no. So every, uh, so like every every other week, we got to get like the like those liver bites from Costco. Yeah, they love those things. Like literally, they go nuts. The dogs. It's crazy. Ugh. I know, but they love them. It's crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah. They're dogs. Though. There's gonna be a few people that like the dog segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, all right. So the big reveal. Matt Rowe. This is we're for coming. You. We kind of teased this a little bit a few shows ago. But we're coming. Not sure if anyone remembers because that was probably two to three months ago. But we are coming though. Yep. We're Our coming. announcement. This week will be our WHL feature game. We will feature the Saskatoon Blades taking on the Regina Pats on Sunday, March 14th. We're coming, Matt. Five o'clock start our time. Is that our time? Yeah. Mountain. Yeah. Is that two or one hour before? It's it'll be five o'clock our time. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, wouldn't it no, wouldn't it be six o'clock? Cause central's an hour. What time's their time? I don't know. Should have looked this up. Yeah, we should have. I'll look it up. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. the Regina Pats will be the visitors in their own barn to the Saskatoon Blades on Sunday, March 14th. That's our big announcement. We're coming to Regina. We are. <laughs> oh, and 60 effect. Do I drop the prediction that quick? About the 0 60 effect? Because you know I gotta go with you know I gotta go with Matt's team. So here. they are, it. yeah, they're two hours. So the game will be six o'clock our time. Okay. Yeah, I gotta go with Matty Rose team here, the effect insider. I mean, we're just gonna we're just gonna make an effect in Regina. We're just gonna are make we? another effect. It's not a big deal. I'm gonna say the scoring's gonna be high, even though hey, Regina's got a drafted goaltender. Solid drafted goaltender. I mean that he he's gonna lock it down, but it's gonna be high scoring. I'm gonna go six four. Pats. Six, four. Six four pats. As I move my laptop because it's about to die. Oh, nice setup. You got the wings logo or the wings game behind you. I don't even need it on. Thank you. Team player. Oh, it's not on the TV. You won't be able to see that. <laughs> Team player. Six four. Yep, six four. Pats win. Matty Rowe, add it to another, add it to your inside list. Effect. <laughs> I'm not we need like a hammer to just hammer it down. I know, eh? But it's it's likely six four Regina Pats win. Connor Bedard, Connor Bedard breaks onto the scene. I know people the people of Regina are fired up. Trick. No, I'm not gonna say hit him with the four like how Matthews and Alpaggio did in the playoffs. Oh, I said Hatch, four. I know. I was thinking four. What a debut that would be. Yeah, that'd be pretty but simple. he gets a point. He gets a point. If he gets a point at 15, being the first exceptional status player in the dub. He gets player of the game. That's why it's an easy pick for me. But Regina, all day, six four, mark it down. Effect. All right. Effected immediately. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go on the side of the goaltenders here. I'm gonna say the final score is gonna be three to one in favor of the visiting air quotes, technically the home team, 
Saskatoon yeah. Blades. I'm going three one Saskatoon. Nice, nice. I just think I just think beginning of the year. I just think high scoring. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from there, but then again, I also see rust in shots. That's true. And goaltenders just trying to be as big as possible in their net, and we'll yeah. get to that when we get to our players to watch in the game. But I can't uh, wait. Follow a follow a uh, WHL game live on Twitter too. I can't wait for awesome. that. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be awesome. But yeah, fired up. Yeah, I just where Regina is, and I've kind of looked at their stat season stats a little bit, but not too in depth. Uh, about where they are in their system and where the blades are in their system. It feels like the Regina Pats are just a little bit behind. I could be wrong. Obviously, we don't cover the WHL. I could totally totally be missing something. But just like we did with the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League when they returned, um, you know, we, we wanted featured games. We wanted to watch junior hockey, so this is what we're going to try and do. We're going to watch the game. We're going to break it down. And this is just kind of us – fooling around, getting predictions going, and having some fun. Because first off, Matt Rowe, Regina, he's going to be repping it. He's going to be ready to go. Um, I know a few people out in the Saskatoon area just through my girlfriend. So um, we'll be good to go there. But we'll start. We'll uh, go to the featured players. We'll start with you, Colin. Who's your featured player? We'll start with Regina. We'll go uh, Regina players first. Well, I got to go Connor Bedard. I mean, Mentioned it earlier, exceptional status player. He's going to have a big one. I'm going to go uh, Connor Bedard. It's going to be it's going to be a fun one for him. I'm sure he's way yeah. amped up for this game. He's been waiting for it for a while, and uh, man, I would love to be in his shoes right now. Playing, but for by the way, playing in their own barn that that's helps nice. to Regina a little bit. Yeah, that's nice. Also uh, for Saskatoon, I'm going Tristan Robbins. A veteran player for them. I mean, 73 points in 62 games last year. I'm sure he has a big year. I'm going to go Tristan Robbins for Saskatoon, but unfortunately the blades come in on the, come out with the short end of the stick in that one. Cause the Pats are going to. All right. For me, back. for me, it's uh, I'll start with Regina as well. I am going with, this is a sick. I'm going with, Former sixth round or sixth round pick of the Philadelphia Flyers, goaltender Roddy Ross. That's a sick name. For that might name bracket. That's a pretty sweet WHL name bracket. That's name bracket worthy for sure. Um, like I said, I think it's going to be a pretty good goaltenders matchup. So that's why I'm going to go with Ross in the, in this one. Played with the Seattle Thunderbirds the last two seasons, 18, 19, and 19, 20 in a pretty significant amount of games last season. In 1920, he saw 49 games, goals against average of 371 and a save percentage 9-0-8 with a record of 20-21-4-3, playing over 2,800 minutes of hockey. So he's so, my player to watch for, uh, for the Regina Pats, with him really being the much, much veteran goalie. That probably yeah, exactly. Sense, but he is the vet when it comes to in between the pipes in this one because Regina with two rookie goaltenders behind him. So obviously that was a huge, huge ad for the Regina Pats to get someone who's been in the league already two years. So and we, 
And we have a fight in the wings game, by the way. Anthony Mantha. Don't and break Eric your Chur- hand. Yeah, I have Chernak. Too bad don't we don't break- points for fighting. Don't, don't break your hand. You get penalty minutes. No, we don't. Oh. Who yeah. set the my dad's? Up? My dad's league does. But, That's nice. Um, for the Saskatoon Blades, and I had a lot of fun looking up this guy's name to try and figure out how to pronounce it. This is going to be my best. Oh, this is actually a decent fight. Uh, this is going to be my best impression of this name. I'm going with six foot defenseman, Aiden De La Gorgendier. Ooh, nailed it. Another name. I've got the clip on my phone, too. I'm going I'm to play it, see what we get. Delagore Jandier. Okay. That's it. Delagore Jandier. Sorry for that little pause in the action. Had to yeah. listen to it one more time. But uh, for him, he's a former first-round pick in the WHL by the Saskatoon Blades nice uh, in 2017. And does he have Nick Lidstrom-like numbers? No. But Not many in 2019, do. 2020, and 63 games played, four goals, 24 assists, and, uh, and 28 points plus two with 32 penalty minutes. But he got 80 shots through from the blue line. Solid. So for the Saskatoon Blades, if and this is for every team, but you know, defensive offense. Yeah, true. And I That's think, nice. Well, it's, it's nice to have an offensive defenseman on your team because it generates so much, right? It's not even about goals. Like, just rack up assists. That's what I'm seeing from Philip Hironic this year with the Wings is he's not the shutdown defenseman that some of the Red Wings have had in past years, but he finds a way to get assists. He assisted on Larkin's goal uh, in this game on Tuesday night. So get the puck through, find a way to get it through to the net. And I think the Saskatoon Blades walk out of Regina. Well, not walk out of Regina because they they're technically staying there, but they walk <laughs> they walk out of the dressing room. That three one win, yeah. empty netter though. That third goal, empty netter. Yeah, I'm going pass. I'm going that. Yeah, I have to. Is it even like the home? Yeah, it's the hometown team, but it's not their home game. <laughs> yeah, that's tough, eh? Yeah, that's a tough one. But yeah, pass six four. Blades, 3-1. Yeah. There will be an effect. 6-4. That's fun show this week. Fun yeah, show this week. Pumped yeah. to actually get a featured game going again. Yeah, it's been like it's be a couple sweet. months. Because that was like October, I think, when it actually started. The last yeah, featured game. Yeah, that was fun. That was the first week I started playing hockey, too. Yeah. Because I was listening to the game from uh, from my car. Nice. Not yeah, live stream, that's but right. The live radio going. Yeah, that's right. That was just Tim cool. Roselle with the call. Nice. Yeah. Who I mean, are we going this? Who are we going this year? Are we going with Phil Andrews, voice of the Pats, back for a tenth season. We have to. We have to. Phil Andrews. Congrats, dude! Ten seasons. That's yeah, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's tough to do. Congrats on that. That's nice. Also, Rob right. Peterson back doing the games on TV. Hey, yeah, and thank you for uh, roast. Thank you for roasting the Jays. Hey, roasted sports. Yeah, I mean, yeah, same thing. But, I thing. mean, it's might as well the same thing. You know what I'm talking about. about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, radio. Uh, yeah. Radio Follow. is where it's at. Yep. 
playing the goal. Are we playing the goal horn? I mean, it's three two. Captain yeah, three two Larkin. wait. Yeah, but it's the second period. Yeah. Hey. Hey. There goes my take. It would be four one at the end. Of, I said the end of the second we'd be done recording, and there's two minutes to go in the second, and it's three two. Oh, almost four two. Four one. Yeah, five goals. You got that right. Hey, wrong team, but hey, I'm not. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Detroit hey. can beat Tampa. They can beat anybody. But but Chicago and Kevin Lankman. I tweeted that on Sunday. I tweeted that on Sunday. Kevin Lankman, the owner of the Detroit Red Wings this year. Man, they can't beat them. Finns, Finn, Finnish goaltenders, they cannot beat. Corpusalo was like that too in Columbus. They cannot yeah. beat those guys. Those two guys, Lankman and uh, Corpusalo, have their number. Yeah. We'll see when Lukanen comes up, starts playing for the Sabres. We'll see when that happens. Yeah. yeah. Sudbury Wolves. Yeah, we'll see. Defense has to tighten up. Yeah, a lot of things have to have, have to go right for the Sabres to be contenders for a playoff spot. So, um, yeah, that is it for us. We'll be back in two weeks. Hopefully nothing else happens. And uh, we will chat in 14 days. Play the goal horn. Dylan Larkin tribute scored tonight or yesterday night. Uh.